in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh** tank spencer jeremy green the sportsocracy presented by ingles supermarkets low prices love the savings and wicked weed brewing drink different it's espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 am 1400 and of course the sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iheart radio app and yes we are live on youtube as well go over check out the stream go to the sportsocracy.com join the live stream hit the subscribe button we found a new feature today as well like so so you can also on the stream you can subscribe to the channel and then you can become a part of the house of reprehensibles which is like joining our little community but then on top of that you can also you can also pay to highlight your comments in the you, chat you uh, and we're super all chat it. and armchair commentary <laughs> our canada and friend has done that and it is now posted and it is posted on the stream making fun of you which that <laughs> You're hurts a big nothing. Fan of. i am a big fan of that <laughs> after yeah. this morning with your little victory lap because now i have to eat a mud bug or whatever yeah uh, yeah how about them green bay packers covering the spread they didn't mean to against that, the Kansas that was 100 percent, no doubt accidental <laughs> because jordan love is bad at football he is that but i'm right you're wrong nana nana boo boo go eat a mud bug and apparently uh-huh. i'm going to yep uh tuesday's last call our uh, our little extra session for subscribers only on the youtube stream we will pay off the torture ticket this week which jeremy took the kansas city chiefs to cover by a touchdown and they, and they did that did the only thing that changed here is the stupid wait. I, how in the world do you score Oh, wait. I don't think Jordan Love could have scored on a series of college teams, and yet he found a way to score on the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Stupid Chiefs. <laughs> now I have to eat some disgusting crawfish Crawfish. It, it's, it's just crawfish. I don't understand this. Like, you have this aversion to crawfish, and it's... They're delicious. No, they're not good. Okay? They're just... They're, okay? They're not... They're bad. They're bad, but bad, bad, but bad, bad. <laughs> uh, kind of like the Carolina Panthers? Is that, is that what you're saying? No, I don't know that they're that bad, but yeah. bad, bad. Wow. Because Carolina is, oh boy, who buddy. Wow, and there there are there are problems with the Carolina Panthers, and it appears that uh, Sam Darnold, he's, he's, not, he's not really getting that vote of confidence from old, uh, Matt Rule anymore. Well, I, you're just stuck. I yeah. mean, this is, this is what happens when you get into that quarterback carousel Mm -hmm. because right now in the nfl you've got about 10 teams that have they have the guy Mm -hmm. you got about 10 more that have a guy he's fine he's not gonna lose you games won't win you many right and then you have about 12 teams in the nfl that are just deficient at quarterback Mm -hmm. and every week that puts you behind the eight ball and that's what carolina's finding out yep there is no more hiding it. There is no more uh, parsing words. There's no more of that for Sam Darnold. Well, I mean, in the bath, it, I was completely wrong on Darnold. And and whether or not Adam Gase broke him or this is who he is, I do not know. I think this is who he is. I, I really do. I mean, if what did I tell you? After the first three weeks of the season, well, I guess it was after the fourth week of the season when they lost, 
uh, you know, starting out three and zero, they lose that fourth week. We start seeing the interceptions come from Sam Darnold, and I told you, like, I'm gonna want to see him turn this around. I don't want to see him get into some kind of a funk where here come the interceptions week after week after week. And guess what? He hasn't done it. And now there's no turning back. Now you've got Carolina Panthers fans out there just screaming to the high heavens of where's Cam Newton to come and save the day for us. Stop that. (laughs) Here's the thing. The thing about Darnold is that he still has talent. There's no doubt about that. The problem is behind that offensive line, I don't think any quarterback would look all that good. No. And I'm not trying to defend Sam. He had two of the worst interceptions you'll ever see in your life mm-hmm. yesterday. One of them was a bad throw, throwing off balance, but it still should be an easy throw. Right. The other one was just a terrible decision in the red zone. Mm-hmm. And so you look at these things. I thought Christian McCaffrey coming back would mitigate some of this, and it didn't. I could argue yesterday was the worst game he's had. Yeah. And in so the- if you're Carolina, the question is, you know, now what do you do? And I've heard a lot of. Oh, we should turn to P.J. Walker. Well, that's not a solution. (laughs) No, it's not. No, it's not. In the last five games, Sam Darnold has thrown two touchdown passes and eight interceptions. It's only getting worse. Yes, uh, we will talk about the Mac Jones thing as well coming up on the program. College football will cover the wacky weekend, of course, all over the place in the NFL. Um who you trusting now? Who you trusting now in the NFL after last, you know, just yesterday was so crazy with the Buffalo Bills losing to the Jaguars and on and on and on. The Broncos over the Cowboys. It was absolutely topsy turvy week in the NFL. First hour of the program, by the way, brought to you by Ingles. Low prices, love the savings. Don't forget you can get tickets for the Asheville Championship. The inaugural Asheville Championship coming up later on this week. We'll be broadcasting live from the Harris-Cherokee Center Asheville on Friday as we get ready for the first session of games in the Asheville Championship. Um, Tickets are available now at all Ingalls stores. And we will be there live on Friday. We will be doing this year's show from the Asheville Championship. Uh Yes, indeed we will. It's the first time we've done a live show in two years. Yeah, since the SoCon tournament. Yeah, this yeah. is the first time they've let us out of the building. They're giving us toys and stuff <laughs> yeah. to go do this out in the masses. Yeah, since the SoCon tournament of uh, two years ago. So it's going to be a lot of fun on Friday. Anyhow, my, oh, and of course, Green on Green Picks coming up at the end of this hour. Uh, we also have a new shirt design in our merch store. You'll have to go to the online. Uh, it is now showing on the online feed. I am very... Very proud of it's this. It's not funny. Yeah. Why are you making fun of this? He lied to all of us. Well, here's the thing. Uh, because I'm a comedian, and that's what I do. <laughs> and so I will be doing this going forward. <laughs> well, We have got a new merchandise partner that, that is fantastic, and they mm-hmm. will sip, send things directly to your house. Mm-hmm. So you can see that on the YouTube feed or on our Facebook, at the Sportsocracy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's Dr. Aaron's homeopathic clinic. Just ask us about the Rogers Ask right. us for the Rogers right. That's a great logo. You did you did bang up uh, bang up work there, Jimmy. Well, here's the thing. I got to a certain level of nerd. I got to that level of nerd that usually doesn't pay you that well. Uh, so, got to use it where I can. Speaking of, we've uh, we've got an I'm mad coming up at the end of the program oh, as yeah. uh, as Jeremy's gonna gonna go off on the. Uh, ooh, can I use can I use a buzzword? The woke mob. Yeah, coming I, after Aaron Rodgers. I promise to not get as angry as I did this morning. 
If you need, if you want to see that, go to our YouTube channel. Uh, the the overreaction Monday was aggressive this oh, yeah. morning. Oh yeah. Anyhow, uh, back to the Carolina Panthers here. Sam Darnold, like I said, five weeks, two touchdowns, eight interceptions. It's been absolutely terrible. And just reading an article on the Charlotte Observer this morning by one Scott Fowler. I really like his work. He does a fine job covering the Carolina Panthers. And he was saying, you know, not only for the Carolina Panthers' good, but for the good of Sam Darnold, maybe we should start P.J. Walker, at least for a week, maybe a month. We'll just just see how it goes. Because at this point, what's it going to hurt? Uh, well, you can't, if you think he's bad now, put the doubt in him. Yeah. That's why I got so angry about Robbie Anderson. Mm -hmm. First of all, Robbie Anderson, of all people that should be calling out anybody, you are somewhere behind the mascot and in front of the guy that sells hot dogs in section 127. Yeah. What's that bear doing wearing a jersey? I I mean, of all people to get angry, you have been abhorrently bad. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you're a Panther fan, it's it's not Sam Darnold you should be angry at. It's the front office that has put you in this situation. This offensive line is a disaster. Terrible. And now you're, Matt Paredes is gone. You think it was bad before? Just mm-hmm. wait. Now you're missing the signal caller. Yep. That's the vet that was making sure everything went swimmingly. Well, now he's gone. Yep. And, Cam, and Cam Irving has a calf issue that's going to keep him out probably for a couple of weeks, I'm hearing. Um, and other than Taylor Moten, you got really nothing to be proud of on this offensive no, line. It's it's not good, and this team's not balanced. You know, Christian McCaffrey was fine. He was nothing to write home about. Mm-hmm. It was very obvious that this was his first game back. But at the end of the day, you just don't. You've got playmakers that are not playing up to their potential, and you've got. Sam Darnold, that's just been bad. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's just been bad. If you're Matt Rule, though, and if you're this uh, medical staff, do you do you not keep him out? You, I mean, no, he's having an MRI not, today no, on the because shoulder. It's not an injury problem. Mm-hmm. It's a he's bad problem. Yeah, but can't you blame it on the injury? No, just to give him it, some it, time. Has he been hurt for four years? Because this is the guy he's been. We've all <laughs> been projecting talent. Well, at some point, you have to stop. Right. Now you're four years into the league. The problem for Carolina is that you're three draft picks invested in this guy. What else are you going to do? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're stuck with him for the rest of the year, certainly. And you're stuck with him for next year, too. You already picked up the option. Yeah. you. I mean, you are. You are. Yeah. That's for, This is the same problem the Indianapolis Colts have. At the end of the day, do they know Carson Wentz is not going to lead them to anything? What else are you going to do? They're invested a one and a two. Mm-hmm. You just got away with a two, a four, and a six. By the way, stop trading with Joe Douglas. It just does not seem to go well for the other team. I see he's a proud Jets fan. <laughs> Mr. We have the Seattle Seahawks top ten Well, pick. here's the thing. If we could actually do anything with those picks, it'd make me a lot happier. Well, you know, it could be worse. You could be the uh you, you could be the Las Vegas Raiders. <sighs> yeah, I saw that coming. If you haven't seen the Damon Arnett video. Oh gosh. Oof. Woof. I finally watched it this morning, and it's I was like, yep, good. there's no, there's no, uh, there's no hiding that. And not David good. Arnett's been let loose uh, by the Las Vegas Raiders, so that's another first-round draft pick that they've had to punt on. It's, it's not good. No, it's not good. But 
The question now becomes, what do you do? What do you do if you're the Carolina Panthers? I mean, you've already re- now you've realized that Sam Darnold is is not the guy, and he can't be the guy. But now, now you're think- on hook for ne- you're on the hook for next year. Is there a way to salvage this? Yeah, there's a way to salvage it. How you draft a high upside quarterback in this draft? I mean, be real honest. Other than the offensive line and the quarterback. You have pretty much everything you need. Mm-hmm. The defense is pretty good. It's very young. It's very talented. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I'm looking at how things shake out with with my mock draft. I could see a path that you wind up with Malik Willis. Had a decent enough weekend uh, against Ole Miss. By the way, uh, if you didn't see Ole Miss's Twitter account, she buddy. What happened? Oh, uh, they trolled Hugh Freeze. If you remember when when everything went down with Ole Miss and he got fired, Mm -hmm. he tweeted out and said, if you have a problem with this decision, and put out the email address for Ole Miss's uh, uh, student administration or something like that. So Ole Miss's Twitter account tweeted, if you have a problem with this result, please send it to, and put the Liberty Athletic Department's email address. It was verbatim the same tweet. That's great. They also took a picture of Hugh Freeze coaching from his hospital bed Mm -hmm. with the thumbs up, and they put the Ole Miss Liberty score in the bottom right-hand corner. (laughs) Then, of course, Ole Miss had to apologize because that's not... Oh, gosh. That's that's insensitive. That's not nice. We We don't do not nice things. Stop that. Stop that! Uh, I, I mean, if you're gonna thing. troll people, if you're, if you're gonna it, troll, be right, a troll, right? Don't p- apologize for it. Like, well, that looks bad on our program. No, it's really funny. And you know what? If somebody has a problem with it, you should probably email Jeremy Green <laughs> at Jay Green ESPN on Twitter. I respond virtually every time. Yeah, uh, the Carolina Panthers. You know, we, we had we had all the hopes in the world for them when they were, when they were three and zero to start out the year. You know, now you're sitting there with four wins on the year. There's nothing for you left for the season. I mean, this coming week you get to go. You get to go to Arizona. That's gonna be fun. Uh, you said gruesome wrong, right? And you got some winnable games after that. You got Washington, Miami, Atlanta. Of course, you just they lost to Atlanta. Games. There's no doubt this team has winnable games. And the bad thing is that the bottom of the three. NFC they got three. is dreadfully bad. Mm-hmm. But is seven wins going to be enough to get you into no, the playoffs? But eight, no, but eight's going to be close and nine probably is. I would say two teams in the NFC make the playoffs with nine wins. So you got to hope that you pull out a prayer against Arizona. Hope that you can snake one from Buffalo, Tampa, or New Orleans. Well, that's all you have to do. All they have to do is hold serve against the Washington football team, Miami Dolphins, Atlanta Falcons, New Orleans Saints. Saints mm-hmm. are bad. Bad, 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 bad. Mm-hmm. All right, so you got to win those four. You cannot lose another game that you're supposed to win. Right. And hope you snake one from the Cardinals, snake one from the Bucks, who probably are not going to have much to play for because the, ooh, they might have this division locked up by the week <laughs> after Thanksgiving. Right. That's and that's really what you need. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, what does it matter? Right, because you're going to go matter. into you're the, playoffs. Go the playoffs and get boat raced. Exactly. I mean, the pa- if you're looking for something as a Panther fan to cling on to, there are two high upside quarterbacks in this draft that you probably will have access to, because I do not see a team taking either one of them in the top ten. Okay, who's that? Malik Willis of Liberty and Jaden mm-hmm. Daniels of Arizona State. 
Jaden Daniels may fall into the second round. But are those NFL guys? They can, can both they be, be NFL quarterbacks. Can they be long-term NFL starters? They can both be NFL quarterbacks. They need to not start right away. Mm-hmm. But the thing with Carolina is you have to ask yourself the question, is it better for us to just build the offensive line and hope that things work with Sam, Sam Darnold? Yeah. Or do you spend your money on the offensive line, take one, what is about the only high-value draft pick you have, get the young guy at quarterback, bring him along, and ultimately hope that two years from now he's the guy? Yeah. Carolina is in purgatory. Mm-hmm. This is what I have said forever. This is where you don't want to be. They took the shot. Well, now you have to deal with the shot that you took. Mm-hmm. Because P.J. Walker is not better than Sam Darnold. I don't care how much anybody hates Darnold or doesn't like how he's played or anything like that. If you can look me dead in the face and tell me you think P.J. Walker gives them a better chance to succeed, I'm going to need you to explain it in 500 words or more. Because you are not going to explain it to me in any less. Right. Oh, he was the XFL MVP. Yeah, that's what he is, an XFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. You don't have a Colt McCoy, You don't, who was fantastic yesterday for Arizona. You don't have that vet guy. You have another guy that is basically the same thing you're doing with Sam Darnold. You're projecting what they could be in the future. Yeah. So and, there's just nowhere to turn. Yeah, and unfortunately, you don't have high-level weapons around him. I mean, you have Christian McCaffrey. You have DJ Moore. But if those guys aren't good with Sam Darnold, how good can they be with P.J. Walker? Uh, n- not better, I can tell you that. Right, much. that's the It's problem. not going to be good. I mean, this is just one of those times that you have made a bed, and now you have to lay in it. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to win games by playing good defense, hope that Sam Darnold can be good enough to not turn the ball over. I just think if he hadn't turned the ball over yesterday, what that game would look like. Yeah. Because Mac Jones did virtually nothing. Mm-hmm. The running game for New England was fine. It wasn't anything to write home about. But other, other than a pick six... And putting the defense in bad situations, what did New England actually do yesterday? Nothing. Mm -hmm. That was a winnable game that Sam Darnold threw away. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. I don't know what the answer is. I, I don't. And I don't envy Matt Rule to be in the position to try to figure out what the answer is here. You got this guy for another year. And you're stuck. Like the Cleveland Browns. You're stuck. At home with Baker Mayfield. Here in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Pernicious. Adjective. Having a harmful effect, especially in a gradual or subtle way. Now, Wicked Weed's flagship IPA, winner of a silver medal at the U.S. Open Beer Championships, isn't harmful unless you're a competing IPA. Brewed in the mountains of western North Carolina, Pernicious IPA will destroy your expectations for all others in its class. Pernicious IPA inspires you to enjoy fresh and often. Order up at WickedWeedBrewing.com. Wicked Weed, the official craft beer of the Asheville Championship. Drink different, drink with. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app and seen everywhere on YouTube. YouTube.com slash the Sportsocracy. Um, comment was made in the YouTube thread here of... Should they just play out Sam Darnold's contracts next year and wait for the next class of quarterbacks? You think this class is bad? 
The next one's going to be worse. <laughs> I mean, oh, shoe buddy. Yeah, Bryce Young will be in that class. He's not a, doesn't project as a great NFL quarterback. If you didn't like Tua Tungvalu, you shouldn't like Bryce Young. Right. I mean, it would have looked better with before this season with DJ Uyangalele. Yeah, no, about no, that. That's going to work. Yeah, about that. <laughs> so you so the the Panthers' best shot at a franchise quarterback in the draft is going to come this year. If you want to take a, a projection, I mean mm-hmm. the better the, the the best case scenario is that you make a run at one of these actual legitimate starters. Uh, because there's, but I will tell you this though, there's one that will not come available. I promise you, Aaron Rodgers. That's the one. <laughs> I can promise you, Aaron Rodgers is not going anywhere. Right. I have an eye mad about that later in this show. Uh, and after watching Jordan Love yesterday, I can definitively tell you, Aaron Rodgers can do anything he wants to. He can show up four hours late, leave four hours early, and yep. nobody will care. Yep. They don't care about his vaccination status, his relationship status, what kind of car he drives. None of it matters. None of it matters. Because they watched Jordan. Jordan Love and went, well, the future is looking dimmer by the second. Right. Because he is brutally bad. Yeah, they almost wish they hadn't had that game uh, so they could maybe get something out of him. I, now if you, you recall, for anything. if you recall, we talked about this last week where I said, you know what? Aaron Rodgers may have just accidentally gave it, given himself the greatest amount of job security in the history of the NFL. You did. And he did. You did. You did. Uh, also from the Carolina Panthers-New England Patriots game over the weekend, Mac Jones. Oh, boy. Mac Jones actually got Grayson Allen trending on Twitter today. Because uh, if you That's did not, a good sign. if you did not see the play, uh, he was strip sacked by Brian Burns, and then proceeded to try to rip his leg off. It looked like he was grabbing anything he possibly could, and they're they're making the excuse that oh maybe he thought he had the ball and that's how he was going to try to tackle him or whatever. I don't know when you grab and twist and try to leg kick the guy as well. That's a dirty play. Well, I mean, let's be really honest. If Mac Jones was trying to take down Brian Burns, it was going to take everything, everything he, had. he had. That would be like you trying to bring me down. Right. Uh, I don't like your chances much at all. But I'm on Hassan Reddick's side on this one. There, That was no doubt the dirtiest play I saw all weekend. Hmm. I don't know if I can agree with that, but I think any answer I had would be so myopic that I, I saw so, there was a hit out of bounds in a in Kansas Kansas State that was brutal. Okay, well I didn't I I don't normally get to watch every down of football like you do. I don't I still don't know how you do it. Uh, well DVR helps. Four screens at the same time helps. Yeah, but I don't know. You've you've got that recall memory that still baffles me to this day. Yeah, and we've I, been doing this for four years together. Yeah, I've got a weird brain. Yeah, I don't remember much, but what I do remember is. Uh, it stays up there for a while. But uh, NFL apparently is reviewing the play, and one, and we're all wondering whether or not they will they will do anything about it. I'm going to, if anything, it'll be a nominal fine. Right. $10,000 fine. Yeah. It'll be on Ian Rappaport's Twitter account on Thursday. <laughs> right. That Mac Jones has been fired. Or has been fined. Yeah, he hasn't not been fired. fired. He's not going to be fired. Yeah, we should, stop, would... we should stop looking for people to be fired, because that's not going to happen. <laughs> 
no, he will be uh, he will be fine for that play. Um, I just it's just one of those things. It's like, dude, I get what you were trying to do there, but that's not the way to go about it. No, I mean it. And then Brian yeah, Burns leaves the game later with a with another foot injury on that same ankle. Well, he left the game twice. He left it. Right, he left the game right after that. I know. And then left. The and game. then later. Mm-hmm. And so it makes you think: Was there some damage done there by Mac Jones's dirtiness? It's not going to. But yeah. Uh, but every, everybody on Twitter that I saw that was upset about that, you're absolutely right. Had it been a, the other way around, had it been Brian Burns on Mac Jones? He probably would have got thrown out of the game. I don't agree and with then, that. But it would have been a hefty fine, and everybody would have been losing their minds. Uh, much like everything on Twitter, that was a good topic that was taken way too far. Way too far. <laughs> way too far. <laughs> That's what Twitter does. Well, of course they do. I'm, I'm convinced if Twitter was real life, we would actually have to carry sticks with us everywhere we go because we would just be battling each other like barbarians. Oh, no doubt. You don't agree with me. I'm going to hit the bam, bam, bam. <laughs> you, you, think the, uh, you think the Washington football coach gets physical with people? Uh, just wait until if we all started talking to each other like we do on Twitter in, in person. Yeah, there's a lot of people that I don't think would ever do that with me. But they really like to do it on Twitter. He's been suspended, by the way. Did you see that? I did. I, I did not see the event. It's dumb. I, was, I mean, in my I opinion, it's dumb. I was Oregon and Washington. Yeah. I, so one of one of the Washington players like bowed up on somebody, and they threw a flag for taunting, and he pushed the guy. the The Washington player pushed the opposing player, and then the head coach for Washington, his name's escaping Jimmy me. Lake. Jimmy Lake. Jimmy Lake comes in. And just like mushes him in the face with his uh, score or with his play sh- play call sheet, and like pushes him off the sideline, and he's irate and he's yelling at him, and they're like, oh my god, he hit a player with a piece of paper. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, sorry, I I don't even pretend to feign uh, outrage over that. That's so ridiculous. I just don't. Well, you should never lay your hands on a player. I mean, uh, you you got a point there, but I mean, if kids being stupid. Yeah, look, that needs a course correction. I, I think everybody our age that played competitive sports would go, that's what you're mad about? Exactly. Okay, then. That's what I'm thinking. Like, how did we How did we jump this far? I can tell you a story. In just, in just 15 years. In just 15 years, we've jumped this far. Oh, I can explain it. It's because we, we now live in a society where nobody's allowed to say no. <laughs> no is a bad word. <laughs> it's, it's very true. The sports tag. Just a bit outside. All right, here's the 411, folks. No, it felt like 2012 last night watching the Tennessee Titans and Adrian Peterson back on the football field. I did not know this, though. This this story came out just before the game, or that's when I saw it. That So Adrian Peterson, he was, you know, prepping... Just in case somebody calls from the league, he's staying in shape. He's wanting to, you know, want to play football. He also got another phone call with another job offer that they wanted him on Dancing with the Stars this this season. And they said, we're cool with it. If you still want to play football, you, you know, you can come on the show. And then if somebody calls from the NFL, we'll just, you know, we'll, we'll let you go from the show. One that makes me think: How desperate is Dancing with the Stars for stars now? 
Well, we're in a society where Jake Ryan and anybody with the last name Kardashian is actually famous. So I'm starting to think we use the term celebrity very loosely. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Because looking at the Dancing with the Stars roster this season... You don't I know don't any know of them, most of them. Oh. I mean, our good friend, uh, our, our good friend Jimmy Allen, Jimmy Allen that played down at Se- at Silverados. He's he's on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, I would probably watch it just for him. Uh, he was a nice guy. Well, they're like eight weeks into the season, so uh, you're missing it. Oh, you're well, missing it. See, that's the thing. Like, I didn't even know Dancing with the Stars was still on television. If you asked me what day does anything come on television, mm-hmm. I couldn't answer it. I'll be honest. This is how Netflixed I am. Yeah. I watched the first episode of Dexter last night. I got visibly irate that they're putting one episode out at a time. Like, <laughs> visibly upset. Like, wait a minute. You're telling me I can't watch this whole thing at one time? No. Nope. That's not how we do things anymore. Nope. Now you put it all out at one time, and we're just done. So they wanted air. They wanted Adrian Peterson on Dancing with the Stars uh, this year. Jimmy Allen, the country singer is is on the show he's he's still active already eliminated from the show has been brian austin green oh that dude ruined my entire yeah childhood. he did yeah he that did. dude ruined my life should i tell him why no i will fight you i will fight you i will fight you as if no one's watching uh uh also I, those cameras cannot save you martin cove who was uh, who was the the bad guy in the Karate Kid? He was the 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 other the the guy who led the Cobra Kai dojo. He's never seen Karate Kid, so he's no, no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, the Miz, the Miz, the Miz from WWE. Because I'm the Miz and I'm awesome. That's the greatest tagline in the history of taglines. It's awful. I just I want to be I want that to be mine. Can he retire so I can steal that? Uh, and yeah, so those are the notable already gone from Dancing with the Stars so far this season. I love that. It, hold on, I, I know that we're that, that we're you're down a rabbit hole. I am down a rabbit hole, and I don't care. I just love something's happening in our chat thread on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Uh, people just keep super chatting us with things that we can buy with Hot. donations, like. Uh, Stephen Tao said, "Buy some crawfish," of which <clears throat> I'm already I'm in I'm in digestive distress over that. Uh, and Kevin Vick said, "Buy yourself some canned chicken breast to go with your ramen." <laughs> I love the people on our YouTube stream so much. You guys are awesome. Absolutely now that we've gotten awesome. to this point where we can do this, this is exactly what we envisioned the show to be. Yeah. It's like a bunch of people just sitting around at a bar talking about sports. And you want to communicate instantly with the show? The YouTube stream is the best way to do that. You can pull it up on, uh, of course, on your computer while you're at work, or you can put it on your uh, device of any kind that's right there with you. Um, hit the subscribe button. Join the uh, join the House of Reprehensibles. And, uh, yeah, you too can have super chats that we just discovered this morning. Uh, yeah, thanks for armchair commentary. That, that apparently, I had to initiate, and I still don't remember doing it. <laughs> uh, Dancing with the Stars. There's one. There's one star left on Dancing with the Stars that I think is just great. Iman Shumpert. Uh, wait a minute. They yeah, consider that's Iman a star. Iman Shumpert. Iman Shumpert wouldn't be a star on Dancing with the NBA Stars. <laughs> If they did a dancing with the Cleveland Cavaliers, he might actually. 
<laughs> he'd be he'd be down on the list below Terrell Brandon. Yeah, I'm a jumper. Is how it, when people that don't do sports the way we do, when they watch it, they're doing with I'm on Shumpert what the rest of us are doing with Martin Mull or whatever name you said. I think I would rather see Mark Elo uh, out there. Oh, oh, oh! If we're doing that, oh, uh, yeah, Mark see. Price. Uh, Mark Price, Craig Elo was one I was thinking of. Yeah. Latrell Sprewell, he got kicked off the first week for getting too physical. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, who would be another one? Vontez Perfect is, is, for some reason, come to my mind. Maybe it's because we have so many Bengals fans. Oh, I thought we were just doing Cavaliers players. Oh, 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 just dancing with the Cavaliers. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Zadrunas Ilgowskis. Yeah. Against... Anderson Verjao in the final. That's. <laughs> I feel like if I say what I want to, we are going to get canceled with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, so no. I'm going to move on oh, no. to my story. After tearing the NFL up to the tune of 113 receiving yards per game and 10 touchdowns, members of Craig Cup's Fantasy League are officially fed up with the league rule that Craig got to take his son Cooper in the league draft out of courtesy. <laughs> Apparently, they didn't let anybody in the league take Cooper because they didn't want his dad to have to root against him. Well, for the first few years in the league, that wasn't that big of a deal. Now he's the number one wide receiver in fantasy football, and they have said no more. LA Times reporter Sam Farmer caught up to Craig, who shared the news that this will be the last year he has afforded the luxury of landing Cooper without having to worry about a fellow fantasy owner snapping him up. Right. Okay, I have to ask this. Am I the only one that thinks this is the stupidest thing in the history of time? I don't care if you play in the NFL. You have to draft you. <laughs> I am not giving you any form of leeway. Especially considering he wasn't a first round pick. It'd be one thing if your kid was Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. That, okay, I'll give you the first pick. If you don't take him, that's on you. Right. Guy at two could take him. When it's Cooper, like, how does that even work? Like, you have to take him by the fourth round, and he's sitting here going, okay, who do I take? <laughs> If I pass on my kid right now, will he come back to me in the beginning of the fifth? Because <laughs> that's how I see that going. And uh, out. I am yeah. secretest out. Uh, no, that's that's definitely how it would go for me. Is, uh, I will play in your league, guys, if you want me to. But you have to give me my kid. Out. Uh, he's right. if, if, you said if you want us to. But if, uh, we don't want you to. <laughs> you want special provisos? Uh, we're out. Well, I, I mean, that's, that's how I see that going down. It's like... A whole bunch of guys in a work league are like, "Hey, Craig, we want you to play in our league." He's like, "I'm only going to play if you let me put, let me have Cooper." Like, okay, fine. Because that's like a rite of passage. You get to tell all your buddies, "I play fantasy football with Cooper Cup's dad." I play I play card to Danny Shellnut. Exactly, exactly. And if Maurice Shellnut was the star running back, out. you'd have to give him to JD. Out. I'm out. No, you want him? You trade up and go get him. <laughs> You're ruthless. Oh, 100% I am. 100% That's I am. awful. And I don't care what stupid thing you do. Right. And uh, you know what? We had somebody tell us this morning that somebody in their league dropped George Kittle by accident. Well, that's tough. Mm-hmm. That is tough. If you accidentally, uh, you know, oh, I don't know, donate uh, $10,000 to your neighbor, you can't go back and go, um, about that. I know you have already spent that money, but I'm going right. to require that back. Right. I, I don't think it's as dumb as an idea as you do. Oh, I do. Oh, no, no, no. I, I give you nothing. But I, but I also 
don't blame the guys in the league at all for going, wait a minute, he's the best wide receiver since Jerry Rice statistically. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's you know, this thing. is not going to happen anymore. Oh, your kid is that third receiver for the Rams? Yeah, you can have him. I didn't want him anyway. <laughs> right. well, now he's the best receiver in the NFL? Well, I guess you're going to need another kid in the league or you're going to be rooting against your children. Yep, can't have that him. That is how I work. Cannot have him. Oh. Yesterday was just so crazy in the NFL. One of the weirdest days I've ever seen. I am convinced the best team in the NFL lost to the worst team in the NFL. Uh, yeah. And well, Chris Hansen no, was just yeah. all up in arms They're about not... It's Josh Allen Day. <laughs> oh, he's, he's got a sack and an interception and a fumble recovery. And they're not the worst team in the NFL. Um, there are not many they're worse. Close. They're close. They're not many worse. I mean, they're third worst. Put it this way. If we had a four-team tournament between the Miami Dolphins, the Houston Texans, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Detroit Lions, you yep. know who wins? Nobody. No one, no one wins. <laughs> uh, anyone whose television broke and they didn't watch it, that's who wins. <laughs> Anybody, anybody who had uh, previous engagements and was was not around the that's much it's how like I the, feel about Thursday night football this week too. No, that's that's totally fantasy footballification of the NFL. We should do that for the first round pick for the number one pick next year. We should have a four way duel to the death tournament between the four worst teams in the NFL. Just oh, have man, an I'm, actual dung bowl. Uh, That's what we call it in our fantasy league. Yeah, and the team that loses has to play in the SEC next year. That's your punishment. (laughs) And they'll call up the winner of the national championship, either Alabama or Georgia. Dan Mullen just went, no, we can't beat the teams in this conversation (laughs) since. I don't need it to get worse. Oh, don't worry. We're going to get to Dan Mullen in the second hour of the program. Oh, you just uh, hate to see it as a Florida State fan. You can't do that. You can't do that in Gainesville. Um. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hate to see that as a Florida State fan. You know, oh, it, yeah. it really, it really hurts. I me lost is. so much sleep over the weekend. <clears throat> Sorry, my evil was showing, and I forgot there's a camera on us. So not everybody since, got to see it. Not since Ron Zook have there been so such enjoyment in places like Tallahassee and Athens, Georgia. And, and this is coming from a guy who literally willfully bets against his own team every week just to guarantee victory. If we accidentally win. Yay. Yeah. Or we get shellacked by NC State. <laughs> Sports freak Brian Hall was sending me text messages over the weekend like, thanks for that touchdown. And I'm like, I'm betting with you. I, I'm as big a State fan as you are. I don't want to win this. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars 9-6 to <sighs> because they didn't get the notice that they're showing up in Jacksonville for a football game. I feel apparently. like... I feel- Mm. I feel like the Buffalo Bills were hanging out with Urban Meyer last night. It's just, the night or Saturday night. Uh-huh. Was, ah, they were out boot scooting, honky talking. <laughs> That's the only explanation for that. Is that mm-hmm. every team on the every player on the team just absolutely just went got aggressive in Jacksonville <laughs> no, until four o'clock in the morning. I was say as soon as they got across the state line, they. <laughs> they got the Rona immediately or something. Uh, that doesn't even explain it. I, I mean, there, there is I no know. way. There's a lot you can blame on Rona these days. Apparently. Uh, you know, I. that's one of those games, and we have practically one of these a week, yeah. where I just go, you know what I took from this? Nothing. There's nothing to take from this. Oh, it's, are we worried about Buffalo now? That was one of our overreaction Monday mm-hmm. uh, topics this morning. Uh, you can see those every Monday morning, 10 a.m., 
on YouTube, youtube.com backslash sportsocracy, or you can watch them now live at thesportsocracy.com. Because our tech guy, i.e. me, finally figured out how to do that. But, I mean, there are people that are, oh, are the Bills, are they going to lose the division to the Patriots? Oh are you gosh. out of your mind? Stop that. No, they're not going to lose the division. <laughs> now, they may not be the one seed, because the Tennessee Titans, after what I saw last they night, can't lose. they don't play a lot of games that they could lose. Right. They're sch- you said this last week, and i got to give you credit for that. Their schedule is dog water. Mm-hmm. They don't play anybody. Last night was the last really difficult game they have. I think they play one more uh, playoff contender. Other than that, it's just brutal. I think they play the Texans twice and the Jaguars. Jaguars. They got the Saints, Texans, uh, Patriots, Jaguars next. Then they go Steelers, 49ers, Dolphins, Texans. You should run the table on all of that. Uh, armchair commentary has added another super chat that says the loser of the dung bowl has to play Bishop Sycamore to stay in the NFL. There you go. I mean, most of the kids on Bishop Sycamore's team were about NFL age. So, (laughs) right. That is still the story that just keeps on giving. Oh, the Bishop Sycamore. Yeah. Hey, we we got a bunch of dudes that work at uh, the shipyards to play as a high school team. I had a guy ask me about that over the weekend. Like, hey, Whatever happened to that Bishop Sycamore thing? I was like, uh, they all went back to work. Yeah, uh, they, <laughs> they disbanded the high school and everybody went back to their jobs. <laughs> uh, they all play for the Buffalo Bills now, apparently. Oh. Uh, anyway, but now that but now that Buffalo lost and you know the Broncos beating the Cowboys, just inexplicable things happening, and now you have. With a win tonight by the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're going to have nine teams in the AFC that have five wins. That is the craziest stat I've ever heard in my life. Right. You have more teams in the AFC that have five wins than don't have five wins. Mm Mm-hmm. Said proudly by a fan of a team with two. Yeah. Nine teams in the AFC could have five wins by the end of tonight, barring what comes out of the... uh, of the Pittsburgh game. There's one thing I'll say about my team. We're not followers. Everybody else wins five games. We would do. No. We you, set a trend. You'll be lucky to win five all J-E-T-S, year. J-E-T-S. Just and, in the season. And coming up in the second hour, we will talk about, uh, we'll do confidence ratings. Let's do that. All of the five five win teams in the AFC will do confidence ratings on their chances to make the playoffs this year. Some very interesting storylines among all of those teams. Also, we'll get into the college football. What happened over the weekend? Of course, the number one team in the country continued to roll. Bama didn't look great. Ohio State didn't look great. Michigan State lost. It's a lot to break down. But first, coming up after the break, it's the green on green picks of the night. We'll have your monkey knife fight as well as the pick for Monday night football. Bears versus the Steelers right here in the Sportsocracy. Check us out at the sportsocracy.com. Closes on. Get them the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the money. I got excited there for a minute. I, I thought maybe you were trying to tell me something. Is it time for underdogs? Is it? No, uh, I have no underdogs. Okay. But I do have four picks for you. Two in the NFL, <laughs> two in the NBA. First one, the New York Knicks are a two-and-a-half-point favorite tonight at the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, no Joel Embiid, no Ben Simmons against one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. 
Why do I see this ending very badly for Philadelphia? This is one of those times that lines makers, they just can't move the number enough. But with no Joel Embiid, this number should easily be 8+. plus. Right. It's not going to get that far because they debuted it. In the NBA, you really can't take games off the board because no player really affects the line that much. This is just a bad line. Give me New York minus two and a half. My 2022 NBA champion Denver Nuggets are taking on the Miami Heat tonight. They are a one and a half point dog. You'd think this is where I'm giving you a dog, right? Uh, oh, wait. No, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, Miami is way, way better than Denver. This game probably will not be close. If it stays close, it's because it's in Denver. Miami's just so good. That team is ridiculous. We don't talk a lot of NBA during football season. Right. Miami is low-key, one of the best teams in the NBA, and I slept on them aggressively. That Kyle Lowry addition has changed all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Give me Miami minus the one and a half. Finally, tonight in Monday Night Football, you got the Pittsburgh Steelers welcoming the Chicago Bears to Heinz Field. They're a seven-point favorite. The over-under is 40. I do not see any way that they get to 40 points in this game. I can see them not getting to 20. I'm taking Pittsburgh minus the seven. I think this is going to be gross. Give me the Steelers minus seven under the 40. Go and do likewise, gents. Money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy for you. Mm, you sure you don't want to go with the underdog as weird as this week's been in the uh, NFL? No, no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I feel like this is where the correction happens, and the favorite is going to win uh, by a number to zero. Aggressively. Yeah, this is... <laughs> Uh, even with David John, David Montgomery back. I don't care. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Daily Fantasy Sports Props Fun is available at monkeyknifefight.com. Just go to monkeyknifefight.com, set yourself up an account today, make your deposit, and when you make your initial deposit, monkeyknifefight.com will match it up to $50 and give you a $5 free play. So what's the play tonight? Uh, I just told you there was a game in the NBA that line makers couldn't adjust it enough. Yeah. Uh, oh, that applies to monkeyknifefight.com, too. I am playing the more or less 3.6x multiplier between the New York Knicks and the Philadelphia 76ers. I will go over 21.5 points for Julius Randle. I want to see if you can tell me who the Sixers player is. Tobias Harris. No, uh-uh. It's Shake Milton. I will go over 15 and a half points for Shake Milton because his usage rate with no Joel Embiid on the floor right. is ridiculous. He might shoot 30 times, but he will score about 17 points. Mm-hmm. So I'm going more than 21 and a half for Julius Randle, more than 15 and a half for Shake Milton. That will take your $20 buy-in and turn it into a $72 prize. Normally that guy would be Joel Embiid, but uh, he was going to be resting tonight anyway. But on top of that... He has apparently entered the protocol, so he's probably going to miss a few games for the for the for the for the for the, for the, for the Philadelphia seventy sixers. It is you. National Tongue Twister Day. Is it really? I, I don't think that qualified, but <laughs> I did see that uh, Eddie Fox and and uh, Eddie and Amanda Fox did tongue twisters with Mark Starling this morning. Oh, did they? Yeah, I I noticed that they didn't bring us into that. No, I can't say normal words right. <laughs> uh, that's kind of what I was talking about. <laughs> We talk worse than any two people that talk for a living in the history of talking. Well, you know, that's uh, that's how it goes sometimes. Anyway, yeah, we had uh, we had wackiness in the NFL yesterday. Another another inexplicable thing that happened. In my opinion, Jeremy called it, and I got to give you props on it. But the beatdown 
that the Cleveland Browns put on the Cincinnati Bengals. It's so that was so predictable to me. But to that degree, I, I didn't necessarily think it would be that to that okay. degree. But I, Nick Chubb was my favorite player on DraftKings yesterday. Yes, and there was just no doubt. That, how are you going to stop him? Mm-hmm. You know, and and you get Odell out of the room. I should have known it with Denver. I just didn't quite realize the level to head of headache that Von Miller had become. Mm-hmm. And then you get the Cowboys that sleepwalk into that game because they think they're going to win just because they show up. Right. And that's how you get 30 to nothing going into the fourth <laughs> quarter for the Dallas Cowboys. So the Falcons beat the Saints and the Giants beat the Raiders. It was just all topsy-turvy yesterday. And it frankly, was, it, it, this is the thing that the NFL just keeps you coming back for because it's, it's so unpredictable at times. And that's why when you hear coaches say, it's tough to win in this league. It's weeks like that that remind you, oh, yeah. Not everything is a given in the NFL, even when it's as top-heavy as it has been this year. Speaking of top-heavy, things are things are pretty heavy at the top of college football. We'll talk some of that coming up after the break, as well as uh, more in the NFL. Confidence ratings for all of those five-win teams in the AFC. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Wicked Weed Brewing. You're in the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. We are live in the Ingalls studio. Second hour of the program, as always, brought to you by Wicked Weed Brewing. Check them out at wickedweedbrewing.com. Wicked Weed Brewing. Drink different. Wicked Weed Brewing, also the official craft beer of the Asheville Championship. You can get those tickets, by the way, for this weekend's action. Friday, two games. Sunday, two games. They will all be aired right here on ESPN Asheville. But you can get your tickets to see it live at the Harris Cherokee Center Asheville um, at your local Ingalls store. So, yeah, Ingalls, Wicked Weed, and the Sportsocracy. We do great things together. You can also go to wickedweedgear.com and get a lovely yes. hat like the one that's on Tank's mm-hmm. head right now. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. The flex fit. I like it a lot. Ah, they have some really cool gear. They do. I haven't gotten my new t-shirt uh laundered yet. I, laundered? I, yeah, I have to get it. I have to I have to I have to wash all of my clothes before I wear them. Is that weird? D- like new clothes, new clothes when no, you buy them no, in the no, store. No. I, I mean, I understood that. Yeah, yeah. I assumed if you wore it, you had to wash it. I'm, I'm stuck on the you have to. Before I wear something that I buy in the store, I have to wash it. Okay, I think you're weird on that. I'm going to ask this in the chat on YouTube. <laughs> Do you wash clothes bef- after buying them before you wear them? Uh huh. I could be this weird is, on this because I will. Th- I'll throw them on before you I may get not. In the car. My wife thinks it's one of the weirdest things about me is that I refuse to wear clothes that I just bought in the store. She'll say, oh, but they're clean. Well, I mean, they, they did they did come through the manufacturing process at some point. I don't feel like they got laundered after they did that. You might not be weird on that. I don't know. I don't know. My wife thinks I'm weird for it. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll ask in the chat. You can join the chat, by the way, on YouTube. Check us out at thesportsocracy.com. All the live videos linked up there. And uh, you can subscribe to the channel. You can become a member of the House of Reprehensibles. That's like the, 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 the That's super group. YouTube member group. Yeah, the membership group on YouTube. 
And uh, also, you can play with this fun new little tool that Armchair Commentary showed us this morning, where you can actually pay to have your comments in the chat highlighted, and we'll... Well, I definitely we'll put them on the screen. If you're going to put money behind your statements, as put your money where your mouth is. They just can't be vulgar because we have to be able to say them into this microphone. Exactly. Uh, we will save the vulgar ones for the shows when we're not on the FCC-controlled airwaves. Yes. <laughs> you can fire There's, away on the other shows. There is not a reason that those shows start with, this program is intended for a mature audience. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and register my vote there. Yes. I I do. Uh, I'm in the vi- vast minority. A hundred percent. Right now, you're losing all to zero to one. Oh, she makes fun of me because years ago there was one of those uh, one of those fake news things going around on the internet about how like if you didn't wash your clothes after you bought them and they came from like Malaysia that you could get this weird like virus that had like worms would bury into your pores and. Yeah, it's yeah, gross. That's the, a one of the dumber things I've ever heard. <laughs> right. they, that you know, who put that out. Tide. Yeah, it Tide freaked, put that out. It freaked me out so much that I cannot do it. I just I know it's a fake thing. I know it's not real. But the description of just yeah still makes my skin crawl. And I know it's not. I know it's not true. So, anyhow, no, it's not true, and that's not enough for you. Okay. No, no, it's not. It's not enough. I lost to this guy, and now I have to eat a mud bug. Yes, you did. Uh, update on the torture ticket. Jeremy took the Kansas City Chiefs to cover the seven. I still maintain I was right about that. I mean, you were not right about I that. I still maintain I was right. Well, I mean, you, I can, you can say you were right I, about I, I, it. I don't care. I was right. That's it. I, I got every bit of that right. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers could not score a point on any team in the NFL except the one they, did, that they played yesterday. Kind of my point. Not right. You could not possibly have thought Pat Mahomes was going to be held to 13 points. And he shouldn't have been. Oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. You oh, even okay. admitted this morning that I was right. I okay. just... You were right about Jordan Love. I was wrong about Jordan Love. Uh, but I do believe I told you on Friday, this Kansas City Chiefs offense is horrible. It is very bad. And this game is going to be closer than you expect. Man, it worked out exactly the way I, uh, I have, said. We have a new super chat that might be my favorite one I've seen yet. Uh, Michael White said, "You would think Tightwad Tank wouldn't want to use the detergent to clean new clothes." I'm not going to lie; that was the second thought I had. Well, well now that you've said that, the now first I'm one thinking, was, "What weird things do you think happen in clothes?" First of all, what people do not wear undershirts? I, I mean, I, I do. I catch a lot of flack. I for still that, wear way. undershirts, and I, I still wear, have to wash the shirts. I wear an undershirt every day. I have like two hundred of them. Mm-hmm. It's one of the, my, my lovely wife spent the you know it was it was did a, just a copious amount of laundry because I have more clothes than any person you ever should. Mm-hmm. I have like four hundred white shirts, which is weird. I have a ton of them. I remember when we were doing the shows from the dungeon or from the bunker, as we called it, at your house. I remember. I remember just being awed by the mountain of laundry that you could produce even when you're stuck at home. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I I like to be in clean clothes. All right? It's like clean sheets. Well, that's you, fine, you but do laundry more than... clean sheets. Yeah, but do, do laundry more than, no. you know, once a month. That's why I have so many clothes, because I don't have to do laundry, but like 12 times a year. Gotcha. It's the gotcha. benefit of having that many clothes. Kevin Vicks says, what's an undershirt? Uh, it's it a, shirt a shirt that you wear that under. under the other shirt. Yeah, yeah. 
Like like right now, I'm wearing a long sleeve black shirt underneath my red T-shirt because it was a little chilly this morning, and now I'm sweating to death. Yeah, it's eight billion degrees in here. <laughs> it's I got sweat dripping out my pores. I can't take it. Anyhow, uh, no uh, undershirts. Dirty little secret. That's what fat guys wear to make them feel better about how tight their clothes are. That's not why I wear them. Mm-hmm. Why do you wear them? Uh, mine is a. I, I don't. I just don't feel right without. I need that barrier. You need double. I need the barrier. Like I'm. I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not a person that sweats a lot anyway. But mm-hmm. it's just you gotta have. You just gotta okay? have double coverage. Yeah. You just yeah. okay. It's. And it's a safety defense. If you spell if you spill McRib deliciousness on your top shirt, you got another shirt. <laughs> you just take off your shirt. You just roll with it. <laughs> Anyhow, college football this weekend. Boy, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Sure. I mean, you know, the fact that the Georgia Bulldogs did not cover the thirty eight and a half really upset me. Did you take that? Uh, Did you? I might have. I might have had a parlay with that. Really, you took yeah. Missouri plus the thirty-eight well, and a half. One of the few parlays that I actually hit this weekend had I had uh, just insane dogs. Uh, I had Nebraska against Ohio State because a, a friend of mine in Vegas convinced me. And I still look at that and go, "Why in the world did that work?" Mm-hmm. Nebraska's terrible. Well, apparently, so is Ohio State. Neither, none of them are Florida bad, right? You know, Florida, you you have set the high watermark for terribleness, <laughs> and you just hate to see it, don't you? R.I.P. Parlays, uh, just just hate to see it. R.I.P. Parlays. So the the fifteen grander didn't work out for you. <sighs> Thanks, Wake Forest. Uh huh. North Carolina Tar Heels pulling out an exciting win over the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. So ACC's out. Uh, we don't have to worry about them in the college football playoff discussion any longer. Yeah, Michigan State. Here's the thing. There was so much gnashing of teeth about Cincinnati. Just keep winning. That's all you have to do. Just keep winning. You'll slide in. I mean, you'll get slaughtered right. if you do. But just... Mm, I don't think they will. Oh, I do. I really don't think they will. Oh, you don't think Oklahoma's going to lose one of the games that they have left? They might. But they're 100% going to lose to somebody. They play Baylor, Oklahoma State, and maybe Iowa State? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're losing one of those three. Sorry, uh, Caleb Williams for Heisman. Can we stop that? Uh, I think we're done now, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're not good. And Ohio State is not good. By the way, that round robin of the Big Ten, that, yep. are you starting to see what I was talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it took two weeks and we have one left. And they've actually already lost the game. It just went in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Michigan State lost to Purdue. It wasn't good. It was 40-29. to 29. They got smacked in the mouth on the road, but they still control their own destiny. If they went out, Michigan State. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. They're not getting in with a loss to Purdue. Oh, yeah, they will. You're out of your goal. If they went out and win the Big Ten, they're in. No shot. Absolutely no shot. Did you see where they dropped in the poll? In the top 25 poll? Yes. No, what, did they drop to seven? I think they went to nine, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, let me look. Let me click on yeah, I got news for you. They ain't getting in. Michigan State, bye. You only had two shots at good wins and... Eight. Yeah, you're, they, they're not getting in. They beat Ohio State. They're going to get back into the playoff. Mm, and I disagree with you. Because that's not at this point, that's not that impressive of a win. 
I mean, it's it's better than what most other teams have. Mm-hmm. Undefeated Cincinnati gets in over Michigan State, period. And to me, it's not even all that close. No. Oregon will get in over Michigan State. Mm-hmm. You cannot lose to Purdue. Sorry. You want to be in the playoff? Uh, win. That's the path to righteousness. Yeah. A team like Michigan State is not going to get past a loss. It's just not going to happen. Plus, I think they're going to lose another game anyway, so it's not going to matter. <laughs> well, I mean, if they do win another game, obviously they're out. But at this point, I think if they beat Ohio State and they win the they win the Big Ten, they're in. No shot. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're done. Especially your, your not against Cincinnati. Well, I mean, here's the thing. At, at some point, you have to look at it and go, they're just the team left. Do I think they're one of those teams? No, mm-hmm. I don't. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. Well, I mean, if so they still have Oregon, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. All of those teams are above them right now mm-hmm. in the pecking order. Mm, so Oregon runs the table and wins. They're in. Ohio State runs the table and wins. They're in. Oklahoma runs the table. They're in. Cincinnati's still on the outside looking in. Oh, I'm not saying they're going to make it. I'm just telling you they'd make it over Michigan State. One of these teams is going to win out mm-hmm. that shouldn't. And it, I don't see how it's going to be Oklahoma just solely because they've been so bad. Right. But Ohio State or somebody like that's going to win out and Mm-hmm. They'll get in and be a sacrificial lamb to Georgia. I thought it was ridiculous all weekend long. I mean, as the game is going on, as Cincinnati is struggling, struggling with Tulsa, Tulsa. there are still people going, oh, I think Cincinnati got a raw deal. No, uh, no, they, no didn't. they didn't. They are not that good. I don't care that they're undefeated. They can go undefeated, and if they continue to beat all of these AAC teams by eight points, they're not getting in over anybody in the in the power and five. I'm just telling you, uh, you, I believe what I heard was that you would need four things to happen for them to get in. Mm-hmm. Well, two of them happened in the first weekend. So if they just keep winning out, they'll get in. If for nothing else, because the committee will go, okay, you, this is what you want? All right, let's. You want to see this? This will be fun. Yeah. Let's see what those Bear Kitties do when they play the Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, oh. and why is it getting oh, beat they by played 40? them close last year uh, in a game that, uh, that a Georgia didn't have half of their players because they declared early. Uh, B didn't want to be there. C. It was the Super Bowl for Cincinnati. Yes, and guess what? Still lost. <laughs> Never lost. <laughs> Never lost to the Cincinnati. No, have not. I don't know. I did. I still feel like Michigan State's got a shot. Ohio State obviously is still in the. They're they're still in the mix. Oregon, Oklahoma, all of them. Um, hell, I would say that Michigan. If Michigan they're runs Michigan's, out, Michigan's not in. If they run the table and win the Big Ten. No shot. So you say the Big Ten champion cannot make it? No, because with one the, loss. Because of the exact same thing I told you, is that they're going to round-robin this and pilfer themselves. Mm-hmm. Because every one of these loss makes, losses makes them look weaker and weaker and weaker. And so eventually you get to a point where it's like, okay, so who's actually good? Who do you believe is good in the Big Ten? I mean, I'll give you my answer. It's yeah. nobody. Nobody? Nobody. I don't think any of them are any good. I think hmm. the bottom of that conference is dog water. Mm-hmm. The rest of it, I mean, Ohio State, you're fine. You're a you're a New Year's Six team, mm-hmm. and depending on who you play, it may or may not go well. 
But do I think that do I think that's a team that deserves a shot to win a national title? No. Do I think Oregon is one? No. I think you have two. And one of those two struggled as hard as they could with LSU. See, that's Go and, Tigers. And, and that's the thing. Like I keep hearing the naysayers against Alabama say uh they're going to slip up and they're going to lose another game. And they very well, well might. They they might. And if they do, now you have real chaos because now there's not a good win in the Big Ten. If somebody beats Ohio State, they went out and somebody beats them in the Big Ten title game, mm-hmm. that's still a good win, mm-hmm. in spite of the fact of how bad they've looked at times. They lose, now there's not a good win to be had. Unless Michigan, unless it's Michigan that beats them, then Michigan goes in the Big Ten title game and just boat raises somebody. Because yeah. here's the thing. I don't even know who you're going to play on the other side. That's the other part of the Big Ten. Oh, they're the Big Ten champions. whoop de doo You beat Minnesota, who just lost to Illinois. <laughs> the, the, the other side of the Big Ten, also dog water. Right. But those teams will also have, have wins over Ohio State, Michigan State, Michigan. You're going to have good wins on that schedule. I don't think any of them are good wins at this point. That's see, that's the beauty of the way we do this now. Right, is that the eye test does matter for something. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing: Michigan State didn't just they didn't just lose; they got demolished. Yes, and that that plays into this. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that- uh, now the ACC they're, they're now also out. <laughs> right, with uh, Carolina's fifty-eight fifty-five win. Over Wake Forest, we tried to tell you to take the over. If you didn't, if you didn't, you I'm sorry because I took it aggressively. <laughs> and Alabama struggled with LSU. I think that was the one of the more shocking things of the weekend was just the offense for Alabama did not look good well, at it, all. Well, it's just as time goes on, it's. I mean, can we just give it to Georgia and be done with it? Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. I, I'm sure you as are. a Georgia fan, I'm I'm cool with that. It's just the more time goes on, the more it's like okay, so. What could actually happen to Georgia that I'm not going to have them in? Nothing. Well, I mean, if they I don't sh- care if you got if, boat if, if some if somehow they slipped up and lost this weekend, who do you play this weekend? Uh, Tennessee at Tennessee. What, still wouldn't care. Still wouldn't care. Really? No, I wouldn't care. I'd, as a matter of fact, not only would I not care, I'd still have you won hmm. with a bullet. It wouldn't even be close to me. Hmm. That's, this is why I was laughing when you said, oh, a two-loss Alabama is not going to get Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. Especially if those two losses are to Texas A&M and to Georgia, absolutely they're getting in. I don't remember ever saying that. You said a two-loss Alabama. You said it last week. You said a two-loss Alabama wouldn't get in over Cincinnati. Yeah, they will. Yeah, 100% they will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll get in over everybody. And I'll be honest with you, I, could, I think they could lose to Georgia and still be the two. That is how... Just beyond a shadow of a doubt, better the SEC is than everybody else at this point. Right. Uh, well, unfortunately, you know, well, fortunately, I guess I should say for Alabama, they're not going to have much of a much of a contest this week because this is their off week. Um, New Mexico State. That's that's who they play. Well, that's fun. So that's going to be fun. That's fun. But yeah, Georgia's got Tennessee this week, and then it's. Charleston Southern, and oh, then yeah. end against Georgia Tech. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's Georgia's, all that's left. Georgia's in. There's there's three spots left, mm-hmm. and I think Alabama's in. 
question is who fills the other two, and it's basically just going to be survival of the fittest. Right. Whoever doesn't take another loss, it's you. Right. And there, you get to be just dog food for Georgia and Alabama. There were eight upsets in the top 25 this week. Baylor loses to TCU, which mm-hmm. was... Oh, I watched more of that than I'm proud of. Man, I shouldn't have. But what? What in the world has happened to the Florida Gators? I hate to say it. Ooh, ooh, is it time for Dan Mullen to say goodbye in the swamp? We'll talk about it up next right here on ESPN Asheville. You're in the Sportsocracy. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Tank is still amused by the fact that you can see can his see my hand. hand. You can see he, my he's hand. He's sitting there behind. <laughs> we, we put up the graphic of our of our new shirt in our merch store, uh, which you can see on YouTube. Yeah, I find it to be absolutely hilarious, which I should because I made it. <laughs> he's so proud of it. Too. I am, obsessed. and you should be. And we're going to do these every week. Move forward. We cannot find anywhere that does funny sports shirts that are on demand. Mm-hmm. So we're we're just going to do that, you know, because we don't have enough stuff to do. Yep. Uh, my new favorite person in the chat, by the way, is Rob Johnson. Uh, Rob, you and I, right there, buddy. Y'all nasty. Y'all nasty for not washing shirts that you just bought in the store. You don't know where it came from, who touched it, and what the employees packing that stuff have done with it. Uh, no, I'm done. Well, this is coming from a man that I've literally watched eat a gas station hot dog. Well, that's true. So, you want to talk about where things have been? <laughs> That thing was rolling around on the floor, and they put it back, and you ate it. I just don't want to get the Facebook uh, pour worm or whatever uh, it is. Yeah, you mean <laughs> a thing that doesn't exist? Exactly. Florida had quite the problem this weekend with the South Carolina Gamecocks, where they just forgot to play any kind of defense and that has cost Todd Grantham his job defensive coordinator Todd Grantham well, and head coach had to get fired yeah and head coach Dan Mullen if you've not seen the clips of them yelling at each other on the sideline well it was really more Dan Mullen yelling and Todd Grantham doing uh doing his best yeah whatever okay you should tell your offense to score some points that's that would be my bad lip reading uh we should do some of those the bad lip reading videos. Oh, I'm I'm totally down. We are going to do a commentary of a game. I, I've been asked that multiple times. Oh, to do commentary yes. during a yeah, game. Yeah, we can't put it on the screen because we don't have a deal with any of the leagues. But right? Can we do a just in the uh, the performance center in there with uh, all the branding? And, and absolutely. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's allowed or not. I don't think you can do that. Oh, you can do that. You don't commentate the game. You just talk about it as it's happening. Oh, okay. That's a new, that's a new thing. Yeah, we're just we're always looking to branch out into new well, stuff. We could definitely we could definitely make that fun. Kind of mystery science three thousand. You've never even seen those, have you? Nope. Oh goodness, those are quite funny. Where they take B movies and just talk about them during the during the movie. Does that mean we should take B college football games? Yes, well, we should the, definitely do this. Louisiana, for, Monroe, and South Alabama. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rhode Island and UMass. That would have been a good one to do this past weekend. They got Walt Bell fired. <laughs> I mean, you know it's bad when UMass goes, okay, that is the breaking point. Mm-hmm. You have been depleted by every team you have played. 
But this is the final straw. Right. They Didn't for, they lose to UConn? Yes, they did. Yeah. yeah, they also lost to an FCS team. Mm-hmm. That's I don't care how bad you are, that's not good. Mm-mm. Not good at all. But 40-17, to 17, South Carolina drubbed the Florida Gators. And, Jeremy, you laughed at me when I said this yesterday. But you've got to fire Dan Mullen no, for this. No, you don't. Yes, no, you do. No, you don't. No, you, are, you don't. Yes, you are a proud SEC program that cannot allow this kind of a, a, a travesty to occur. Well, first of all, his buyout you is were, a bajillion dollars. You were down thirty to ten at mm-hmm. halftime. Yeah, and here's I mean, the only way it could have been worse if, if, if that one had been Vanderbilt. I, I I do not disagree with anything you just said. Here's what nobody wants to talk about with Florida. Mm-hmm. This is who you are. This is who you are. I don't know why this is so hard for people to wrap their heads around. Mm-hmm. Florida State drugged Florida down the sidewalk for years. Years. They were the third best team in Florida, and it was not all that close. Right. So, all right, so they should fire Dan Mullen. No doubt. Uh, who you going to hire? Because to be real honest, who wants this job? Mm-hmm. Who wants it? You're you are the pro team here because I'll be honest with you, one of my best friends in this industry covers two teams: Florida Gators, Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, I've been told no less than fifty times we get ten times the interaction with a Florida Gator story than we do a Jacksonville Jaguar no, no. story. You are the pro team down there. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: you've had, since two thousand, two thousand two actually. That was the first. That was the first year after Steve Spurrier left. Mm-hmm. How many ten win seasons does Florida have? Two? Uh, it's way more than that. I don't know. It's seven. Okay. You're not Alabama. You're not even LSU. You're a mid-tier SEC school. That's exactly what you are, and Dan Mullen's one of the best coaches in the country. So take away the buyout. Let's say you can just get rid of him for a dollar. Mm-hmm. You still shouldn't do it. Because you seem to be forgetting Jim McElwain, Will Muschamp, and Ron Zook. Mm-hmm. Uh, or as I like to call it, the golden years, <laughs> where you would trot into Tallahassee and just get scattered, smothered, and covered. Right. I don't know. To me, uh, to me, firing Todd Grantham is is not going to. It's not going to quell the storm from the Florida Gators faithful. And depending on how they play out the rest of this year. I mean, they're four and five right now. I mean, they if they lose another game, they're de- he's definitely done. Because there's, left there's on, that he because do. left on their schedule, they got Samford, Missouri, and Florida State. You lose one of those games, yeah, you're done. And, and they're not going to. But even if they did, you're mm-hmm. not paying the buyout. The buyout, I want to say his buyout's like $30 million. You're not paying that. Right. Especially not to hire an inferior coach, which is exactly what you would get. Mm-hmm. This is this is what's so funny to me, and, and you know what we got breaking news. Let's do weird news. Okay, we'll, we'll tie all these things together because there's something breaking that we need to talk about. All right. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. I know you don't really uh, get into space things, Jeremy, but uh, I've always been intrigued by space travel. International Space Station, SpaceX, all that, all that good stuff going on. The SpaceX crew is, by the way, as we speak, on their way back to uh, back to the planet 
after being on the International Space Station for the last six months. Oh, so you're telling a smart story? No, it's not a smart story. Oh, well, I'm hitting this anyway. we got to recharge your brave batteries. <laughs> they did have one big problem on the space station, though. There was one big problem that they discovered in September on the space station. that The toilet wasn't working properly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so no. apparently for a while, um, there had been human waste just leaking out under the floorboards of the space station no because the tube that takes the urine and deposits it into you know the tank or whatever it it had been leaking and so they had to pull up the floorboards and realize there's this big mess of just you know liquid underneath the floorboard and then they went oh no so you mean that I wonder if we have the same problem in the pod that we're going to have to take back to 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 Earth. They did. Oh they no! Did. Now here's the thing: it's not that bad. They left around two o'clock this afternoon. They'll be back on Earth by ten thirty tonight. That's that's the projected so eight and a half hour flight from the International Space Station back to Earth. They don't have a toilet that they can use, so all the astronauts are wearing diapers. On their way back. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they got adult diapers. I w- now, here's the question. How much does a SpaceX space adult diaper cost? <laughs> it's always the running joke with NASA things of how much things cost. <laughs> a hammer costs $6 million. Oh. How much do you think they have to pay for uh, adult diapers for the space crew? Thankfully, it's not a- that long of a trip. Eight and a half hours... I mean, even I can hold it for eight and a half hours, and that's not true. That's oh, yeah, fake news. That's fake news. That is fake news to the highest extreme. <laughs> I have seen you go running out of this studio after an hour like you were on fire. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. But if I'm, you know, if I'm on the road and I've got a destination, I can hold it for a long time. Don't need the adult diaper. Hopefully, they're going to get the toilet thing fixed, though. We often in this in this space say, don't do crimes. Don't do crimes. I don't know that there were crimes here. Uh-huh. I just feel like there had to be. Okay. The Syracuse Fire Department responded to a very strange call in Syracuse, New York. Uh, this was at the Landmark Theater mm-hmm. in Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Firefighters in upstate New York on Friday rescued a man who was stuck for several days inside the bathroom wall of a theater. Inside the wall? Inside the wall. The adult male, who was not immediately identified, was believed to have entered the theater two or three days ago. Trespassing. Uh, Crime. Uh, maybe. Uh, possibly. Yeah. But he was in the bathroom wall. There is also one other thing that I didn't mention. He was completely nude. Crime. That just, That's a crime. I, I don't. But why? How in the world do you end up in the wall of a theater, <laughs> completely nude? I'm not. What kind of theater was this? Was this I, was this like a Pee Wee Herman theater? No, or? no, 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 not like that. Oh, okay. No, this is a this is a it's like a, a Broadway theater. Art, yeah, this is like okay. a performing arts theater. And they found him in the wall because they heard him banging. Apparently, people came into the theater and they heard banging on the wall. Yeah. And they figured out, oh. There's somebody in the wall. <laughs> so firefighters drilled a hole. They mm-hmm. ran a camera through there to figure out exactly where he was. And when they fed the camera through there, there was oh, something on the other side that did. Hi. 
I think I've seen this video before. Yeah, I don't I don't know how you do this <coughs> or why. Mm. Mm-hmm. Why is it that every one of these stories always it has that addendum of and they were nude? Stop doing weird things naked. Like that's I mean, don't do crimes anyway, but certainly don't do naked crimes. I mean, look, I was just I was just going through the ventilation system. And uh, it got hot in there, so I had to I take just, my clothes off. I would just love to hear the explanation. And then the duct broke. So I wanted to break into the theater. <laughs> and I wanted to know the best way to not get arrested. Nobody wants to fight the naked guy. There's my thing. There it is. I'll do it since you won't. Steven Tout, good for you. <laughs> good for oh. you, Steven. Oh, yeah. yeah just, you know, the comments on YouTube get, they get aggressive. Oh, that's funny. Uh, that somebody funny. asked, was this in Florida? No, it was actually in New York. Although I do find it funny that every time we tell a weird story, it's either in New York, Florida, Texas, or California. Yeah, pretty much. You never get one of these weird stories in, in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, <laughs> Fargo, North Dakota. Yeah. Uh, all that of you flyover happens. states, you're going to have to start picking up your game yeah, here. I mean, we, look, need, we need weird news from the flyover states. Well, I mean, we know you do weird things, okay? <laughs> yes, I spent enough time in West Virginia, I can tell you, you get bored. So they're 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 crimes. I feel very mm-hmm. sure of it. Mm-hmm. Nude man in the wall. Interesting. Wow. Anyway, it was a weird week in the NFL. We had strange things happen. By and the way, I want to reference that that's the second Pee Wee Herman reference we've made today. It was. <laughs> you did that so well. I, I do. Which is uh, funny because I've never seen that show. N- nine teams. Barring a disaster tonight for the Pittsburgh Steelers, there will be nine teams in the AFC that have five wins. So, question to you, Jeremy, uh, we'll talk about here is, what's your confidence score for the five-win teams in the AFC as far as it goes to making the playoffs? The Los Angeles Chargers. We'll start with the obvious ones, I think, of... I would say on a scale of one to ten, my With confidence one being a gas station hot dog, yes, and ten being that crawfish are absolutely disgusting. That's my confidence scale. <laughs> that's that's a weird scale. That's a weird scale, and it's fine. That's what we do here. Weird scales. I would say my confidence score in the Los Angeles Chargers making the playoffs is somewhere around an eight and a half. I will give them a solid four. A four? a four? You think there's a great chance they don't make the playoffs? I do. I, I do, and I'll tell you why. Okay. It is entirely too easy to run on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, Philadelphia was just trying. Philadelphia did the football equivalent to the four corners offense. Uh, we're just going to run four yards at a time every time we touch the ball. Mm-hmm. Their pass to run breakdown was like eight. I think they threw the ball 18 times. And they ran like 45 times. Because the Chargers had nothing. They couldn't stop them for anything. And they knew what they were going to do on every play. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just I, I look at it and go, I'm starting to figure out how to beat you is mm-hmm. just to keep the ball away from Justin Herbert. And that's what Philadelphia did wrong. Well, that's really concerning uh, when you think about their next, ooh, next four games. They got to face Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, and Joe Mixon. And that's why. That's what scares me is that you play a ton of teams that are really good at running the football, and you can't stop a bad team. Yeah. 
You couldn't stop a team that is terrible. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I watched a ton of that game yesterday. They should have lost. If, if Justin Herbert hadn't gotten the ball to end this game and Philadelphia continued that drive mm-hmm. with two boneheaded plays, mm-hmm. they'd have gotten the ball back with a chance to drive down, kick, field goal, and win the game. You cannot lose to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Um, I am very confident in the Los Angeles Chargers. I think Joe, I think Justin Herbert is that good. He is that he is good. going There's to no be able to keep and and they're they're not going to lose all of these games because they're bad against the run. They will, you know, even if they split the next few games on the backside of that schedule. I mean, you've you've still got the Giants and the Chiefs and teams that you can beat. And that's all well and good. Mm-hmm. It's just you bring teams in to be competitive that shouldn't be. That's yeah. the one thing that a good team can't be terrible at, and the Chargers are terrible at it. Is Justin Herbert and that offense good enough? Yes. It's unsettling to me that defense is that bad. Right now, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers would be the three seed in the AFC. The four seed would belong to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, well, are you asking for my confidence rating Confid- on the Buffalo Confidence Bills? rating on the Buffalo Bills, 1 to 10. Oh, let's see. On a scale of 1 to 10, my confidence rating would be a 706. <laughs> 2,114. Uh-huh. Because they're going to win that division because every other team in that division is bad, but bad, bad, but bad, 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 bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's not a whole lot there. I mean, they they just lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars, but again, that's a, that's a burn the tape and move on. They've got the Jets, the Colts, the Saints, the Patriots. They get the Jets twice. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's two fun wins. Oh, yeah. They've got one really tough matchup against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. they got two against the Patriots, two against the Jets. they got the Panthers thrown in there, the Falcons. Yeah, they're, they're, they're solid. No way they're not making the playoffs. $110 billion. The five seed right now would be the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm going to say my number's going to be markedly higher than yours. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Um, scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being absolutely no shot they make it, 10 being absolute positive certainty, I will say 7.5. Hmm. Believe in them more than the Chargers, do you? I, schedule. Schedule, and at the end of the day, you have gotten rid of the Damon Arnett thing. Is it, There is a role there. The Raiders are just making it very clear. We're not putting up with anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I do believe in the Raiders. I think yesterday was a blip. West Coast team coming to East played at 1 o'clock. We didn't even mention that, which was an error in judgment on our part. Right. Six and a half. I think I'm at a six and a half so confidence score. You're close to me. Yeah. I mean, this is still a good team. I still believe that they have the pieces to be able to win football games. The, the, the problem is, I, you know, and I said this last week, I, I still think it's partially fool's gold. I don't. I, I believe in that team. And then they, you know, and, and then they end Deshaun up losing. Jackson gives them that Henry mm-hmm. Ruggs element back. Mm-hmm. It just it changes a lot. I, I, I'm I'm very high on the Raiders. I think they're a playoff team. Six seed right now would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Your one to ten confidence score that they make the playoffs. I am going to play as Switzerland here as I can and go five. Oh, just right smack dab in the middle. The defense is really good. My fear is that when we get into the cold and get into the 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 grinded out games, and I don't have any fear of your quarterback whatsoever, I'm afraid that teams are going to stack the box against Najee Harris mm-hmm. 
and it will be rough sledding for them to score. See, I look at their schedule, and I'm more concerned about their schedule than I am any of the teams that's that we've the mentioned other, that's already. That's the other part of this. Their schedule is brutal. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got the Bears tonight, and then they got the Lions. But then you go at the Chargers, at the Bengals, Ravens, at the Vikings, not going to be easy. The Tennessee Titans have already proved that they can they can still you know carry water without Derrick Henry. You go at the Chiefs, which is going to be tough. And you got the Browns and at the Ravens. That's it's aggressive. A, that's a tough schedule going down the stretch here. I would put my confidence score on them. You know, I'm going to go four and a half. I'm going to go just below you. And then you got the New England Patriots. Uh, what's less than zero? <laughs> less than zero. Uh, so you, you think there is wins. a point five uh, confidence score? You have four wins. Two of them are against the Jets. One of them's against the Texans, and one of them's against the Panthers. You know mm-hmm. what all four of the all four of those wins I have in common? They don't mean squat to me. I think they are the best of the mediocre. Mm-hmm. Can they make the playoffs? Sure. I I don't like your chances because there's so many good teams in this tier. Mm-hmm. So with New England, I'll say one and a half. What did we say the uh, the mark was going to be to make the playoffs this nine year? And eight. Nine and eight. All right, they're already at five and four, and they have the Falcons coming up. They have the Jaguars and the Dolphins. So that's eight. Well, that's, they've already lost to the Dolphins. So now all I have to do as the New England Patriots is beat one of these teams. I got to beat the Browns, the Titans, the Bills, the Colts. That's the one I'm looking at. And then the Bills. Again. I don't like the chances of them beating any of those teams. Hmm. I don't. I don't like the chances of them beating any of those teams, and I think you're chalking up the Dolphins and the Falcons way too easily. They've already lost to the Dolphins once. Mm-hmm. I don't think people understand just how mediocre this offense is. It is the definition of average. I do understand that, but I am I am markedly... I'm markedly higher on this one. I'm going 4.8. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I don't like this team. I don't think this team can beat even average teams. Now, will they get dusted when they get in the playoffs? Yes. 100%. But I think there is enough on that schedule for them to go, you know what? We we, we can make the playoffs. Did you say you had breaking news? Uh, I do. Who's going to break the news? Ha! Who's going to break the news? Yeah. Who's going to break the news? Who's going to break the news? We have talked. We were talking about Dan Mullen and potential firings in college football. Mm-hmm. Nebraska coach Scott Frost fired. We'll be back for 2022 oh. with a restructured contract. <laughs> that team has played better in the in the in the last half, part Markedly of the season. Better. They have been I much better. I tried to tell you weeks ago. You Scott did. Frost is going nowhere. You did. And I didn't believe that it was uh, going to continue, but the fact that they have stayed competitive in every game that they played, it makes sense. It makes total sense. Scott Frost will will be back for next year. All right. Kansas City Chiefs. Confidence score on whether or not the Kansas City Chiefs make the playoffs. They are one of these five-win teams in the AFC. They're 5-4. and four. The offense is awful. They just barely escaped against... Jordan Love. Uh, zero. I don't think this is a playoff team. Mm-hmm. That defense is historically bad. Yep. Historically bad. They are brutal. I'm going negative two and a half. <laughs> That's my confidence score in the Kansas City Chiefs. If they were going to flip the switch, if it's possible, I think they'd have done it already. Um, I just, 
I don't have any faith that they can turn it around. Now, should they come out and beat the Raiders this week? Okay, we'll talk. You'll start jumping up that confidence scale again. However, in the meantime, it doesn't look like you're turning anything around and you were two botched field goals away from Green Bay being smack dab in the middle of this game and having a chance to win at the end with probably the worst rookie quarterback I've seen in a while. He's not even a rookie. He's yeah. a second-year quarterback yeah. who's just We're going baseball rules. Bad. I'm going baseball rules on that one. He's a rookie. Well, it's not uh, baseball, so that doesn't make a lot of sense. He didn't get enough plate appearances last year. He still counts as a rookie in my book. Cleveland Browns, 5-4. and four. Confident score for them to make the playoffs behind that running game. I'm going the same spot I went with Pittsburgh Steelers. It's okay. five. Because I just don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. I know, yes, with the momentum of you know getting rid of Odell Beckham, whatever, you are good. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that's who you are. And, and I don't think that's who you are, to be really honest with you. I'm at a two and a half for Cleveland. The schedule's just too tough. I mean, you got to go to the Patriots, and then you get the Denver or the, uh, the the Detroit Lions. Then you got back to back games with a bye week in the middle between the uh, the Baltimore Ravens. You got the Raiders, the Packers, the Steelers, and the Bengals to finish off the the season. I don't know that this is more than a seven win team, and that's kind of where I'm at. <sighs> Had such high hopes for him at the beginning of the year. Yeah, me too, but not so much. Oh wait, Cincinnati Bengals five and four. Confidence score is what, Jeremy? It's slightly higher for the Bengals than it is for the Browns and the Steelers, so I'll say a six and a half. Mm-hmm. Schedule is markedly easier than than it looked long ago. I'm not sure about markedly it's easier. It's markedly easier. We thought this was one of the hardest schedules in the league. It's not. Yeah, this is true. This is very true. However, uh, I'm going. I'm going to go three and a half. I'm going to go three and a half for the Cincinnati Bengals. I still feel like there's some fool's gold left in there, and I don't see a whole lot of wins, or at least no doubt wins, left on your schedule, especially after you just laid an egg against the Jets and the um, that other team that they just Cleveland lost to, Browns. the Cleveland Browns, back-to-back. Thank you. Uh, and then the last five and four team, the Denver Broncos. 0.00. Cool, you beat the Cowboys. Would you like a cookie or a star? Uh, <laughs> I can give you a star because you beat the Cowboys. Yep. Other than that, you're not very good. No, they're not. And, uh, you know, the winning on the road at the Dallas Cowboys, that's, that's, that's a great win. That's a tremendous win. It's good a, for you. It's a really great win. And you know what? You might be able to pick up a game against the, the Lions coming down the stretch. Maybe the Eagles. But that's going to be your high watermark for wins. It's ESPN Asheville. It's the sportsocracy. And Jeremy, he's a little fired up. We got an I'm mad coming next. Join the action as the Asheville Championship takes place at Harris Cherokee Center, Asheville on November 12th and 14th. The tournament will feature Minnesota, Princeton, South Carolina, and Western Kentucky as the inaugural field. Get your tickets now at all Ingles Markets locations. Be part of the action and follow along as it all starts in Asheville. Don't miss the inaugural Asheville Championship, November 12th and 14th at Harris Cherokee Center, Asheville. 
dirty perky shark of back flat. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. Shark of back flat, walking still a Let the hate flow through you. We pride ourselves on this show of not talking politics, and that's not going to change, but something happened earlier today that I just had to say. State Farm has put out a statement about Aaron Rodgers and his uh, comments about his vaccination status and all those other things. Aaron Rodgers has been a great ambassador for our company for much of the past decade. We don't support some of the statements that he has made, but we respect his right to have his own personal view. We recognize our customers, employees, agents, and brand ambassadors come from all walks of life with differing viewpoints on many issues. Our mission at State Farm is to support safer, stronger communities. To that end, we encourage vaccinations but respect everyone's right to make a choice based on their personal circumstances. Never in the history of ever did I think in 2021 that an insurance company would have to say the most logical thing I've heard in four solid days about this. And you know what it led to? A slew of blue check marks on Twitter going, State Farm's not a good neighbor. Why is this so hard for people to understand? I literally, Aaron Rodgers has trended for four straight days. I don't know why this is so hard for you to understand, but it's the way it is. This is how the world works. You have the right to make decisions. Those decisions have repercussions. And State Farm could have come out and said, well, no, we're just not going to endorse him anymore. But they didn't. And I salute them for that because this is somebody that has done a lot of things for your company, done a lot of good for your company, and I support you for supporting him. Ah! I didn't even have to hit the Howard Dean button that time. <laughs> it's been so insane. By the way, Glenn Hopper, welcome into the House of Reprehensibles. I'm your huckleberry. Come on and join our membership group on the YouTube stream, youtube.com slash thesportsocracy, or just go to thesportsocracy.com, see all of our live videos there. You can link to the uh, to the actual live stream in the chat box, all of that. Join the little group. The little membership group, and uh, yeah, this has been one of the most fun days we've had. It has been. I swear to you, the show has become like a great big group of, of people just hanging out at a bar talking about sports, which is exactly what we wanted this show to be when we started. Yep, and I'm so proud that uh, after we have been getting all the votes in the latest poll on the YouTube chat, at least at least there are some more level-headed people who, yes, do wash their clothes after they buy them in the store before you put them on your body. You just don't ever know. What kind of bacteria is on those things? Uh, you eat gas station hot dogs, case closed. <laughs> Lawyered. I mean, it's still three to one. It's still three to one. Most people think we're crazy, but they don't call us the House of Reprehensibles for nothing. Yeah, yeah, y'all nasty. Anyway, we will be back with you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. for the Sportsocracy back here on ESPN Asheville tomorrow at 3.